Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap, Fightful.com, FightfulSelect.com. It's Wednesday night. You know what that means. Well, at least for the next two weeks. The Wednesday night wars are ending. We're going to talk a little bit about that at the top of this show. Uh, Guys, leave us a thumbs up, subscribe, tap that bell for notifications, send a super chat. That will get your questions or statement read on the air. And most importantly, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. I'm breaking news over there all the time. We've got so much news over there. Uh, Quite frankly, the the wrestling landscape will be completely different in a couple of weeks. Uh, I know a lot of you have been saying, Oh, well, when NXT goes to Tuesday nights, how will that be handled? I'll have a full announcement on that. Hopefully next week, we will have an NXT post show. Uh, It will have a different host on it than me. It will be a very good host, though. We're, We're nailing that down in the next week, but there will be a Tuesday NXT post show. And then every Wednesday, myself and Robert and Alex, whenever he damn well pleases, uh, we'll be here at 10.10 Eastern. We won't need to wait until 10.30 anymore because we won't have to catch up on two shows. So we will be here every Wednesday night, 10.10 Eastern. So my God. And then over on Twitch, they do an Impact Watch Along. So quite literally, every single night, there is fightful content. Hot diggity dog. Let's go ahead and introduce our our guests tonight not our guests their co-hosts alex palowski he does alex's sour graphs alex how you doing uh doing really well uh i it, it's it's weird to see the wednesday night wars ending but uh at least uh <laughs> my neck won't be suffering so much anymore from doing yes this a lot so that's good we got Robert DeFelice. He is here all the time on Fightful Writing News. He's got an interview with Gregory Iron dropping tomorrow. Yes, uh, it is. It's lots exciting. Of, it's, lots uh, of good stuff in there. Your, your last interview with M. Dickey did exceptionally well. So I'm um, looking forward to this one. I'm thinking this one should be just as good, if not better. There's some Johnny Gargano stories in there. There's even a fun story about Shawn Michaels. It's a very good interview. I'm excited for you all to hear it. But right now I'm excited because... 
the wars are ending, and that means we get to actually enjoy both shows. Yeah, Imagine it, that. I have a lot of people, like, quite frankly, I have some people that doubt that I'm able to cover these. Trust me, it's not that hard. You skip a, you skip a video package that you've seen before, you skip commercials, and you get that 30-minute buffer between or after the show, and you can make it happen. But now, I mean, I, I'm probably going to watch NXT on a DVR delay. I will watch AEW as it happens. It's going to change a lot of viewing habits. And I ran a couple polls yesterday, guys. One with one had over 3,000 votes. It looks like NXT is going to benefit a lot more from this. I saw a lot more people saying, oh, I'll be watching NXT now. Now I don't know why that should why that seemed to surprise me, but because AEW is the more watched show, of course they would have less people now watching them. But it looks like this could help out NXT an awful lot. And if I'm the USA Network, Robert, I'm saying, uh, you know what? I don't really give a shit about what you think of AEW or TNT. We want the most numbers as possible. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense, and I think. Either way, you're going to be able to watch it Wednesday bright and early because it'll be on Peacock. It should be good to go. I'm assuming early. Maybe it'll be on at 8. But either way, it's more access to NXT. And I think NXT is going to benefit because, quite frankly, I didn't see a lot of, yeah, we won the war. I saw a lot of, oh, thank God. I can watch both now. And I've been very critical of Peacock. However, this week they sent me a wireless charging pad. They sent me a Yeti tumbler. They, they sent me a hoodie, which I only will wear to work out in. So you know what? Wonderful service. Check it out, guys. You all should do that. Impact, send me something. ROH, send me something. <laughs> MLW, you've got my shipping address. Let's go. Uh, Alex, how, how are you feeling? I mean, you've got a child. And I mean, yes. I even I even said to you, I was like, listen, you ever want to join in on Wednesdays? You're more than welcome to. I've already got the graphic made. All you got to do is tell me do it. But I, I say that because mm-hmm. you've got a child. How does that yep. change your viewing habits? Well, I mean, it it does. Like, uh, she doesn't go to bed before seven p.m. So on Wednesdays, like I'm locked in the basement, and I like make sure to pause both shows, run upstairs, tell her a quick bedtime story if she gets out of the bath, give her a kiss goodnight, and I come back down. And that's that's it. That's West Wednesdays. So I do. I get one night of the week doing doing that. That's what my wife has granted me. <laughs> like, but I don't think I get two. So I would have to do uh, to like watch one of the other things, like at least on kind of a, a delay, maybe an hour delay, because he's usually in bed by eight. But it's just that kind of a thing. Like it's it's nice to be able to have the idea the the days of a DVR and not like I'm old enough to remember. Putting a tape in the VCR and hitting record. Like, that's how old I am. So I'm, I'm really glad to be able to like just, you know what? I said it and forget it, and I can watch whenever I want. And then I remember saying, ah, oh, man, why did I take the little tab off of the one that I, I recorded in February 96? Now I can't record over it. That's right. Ah. Uh, guys, get in your super chat. Dante V says, as someone with cerebral palsy, I'm looking forward to that Gregory Iron interview. I'm sure it's going to be fire. I'm, I'm so excited to see you. Or I'm, I've seen it. I'm excited for other people to see it, Robert. Well, thank you. I'm sure it's going to be pretty great, too. Uh, Eloquent says, here's a super chat for Duncan on Aries. Well, let me tell you, uh, <sighs> it, it doesn't take much to dunk on him in the post. He is not exactly uh, power forward size. John <laughs> Doe. Mouse says, in great- the house. <laughs> <laughs> great conversation with Jimmy earlier today about women's wrestling, specifically 
inequality towards women in uh, what in how they face age discrimination and, and time discrimination on on programming, not just WWE, but but all over the place. Specifically, we focused a lot on that. Thank you all. Please check that out. Listen, your boy today. Uh, we, we cover the weekly news there and a lot of good stuff. But uh, get in those super chats, guys. We've got a whole lot to talk about. <laughs> Colt Badeau uh, says, How was NXT built up better for TakeOver than WrestleMania? Like, I'm excited for ta- more for TakeOver. Because they, they had long-term, at least somewhat long-term storytelling, Raquel and EO, I think, is built better than literally anything on WrestleMania, Alex. Oh, by far. The thing about this also is NXT... Um, if you follow NXT, these people all have histories that matter. Like you remember when these guys had a banger match two and a half years ago. And, and the thing is they remember. So when they're building a storyline for them now, they'll refer to that as opposed to nothing happened. If it didn't happen within the last six months, or maybe even the last six weeks, it doesn't matter. We won't refer to it. We won't even mention it. Like, like on, on the main roster, that's what, that's what they do. Um, I, I am so, so invested in this Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly match. Yeah. Like, I mean, the whole thing is that it used the way the shorthand for a big match is they used to be friends. Then they turned on each other. That's the thing is that's the shorthand that Vince uses and he can just do it whenever he wants. And it doesn't matter because he doesn't actually value the teams in NXT. When a team like the undisputed era breaks up and the, and the and two cornerstone members of it hate each other's guts, that means something. It's a, it's really interesting to watch how all these things are built up. And also, all the matches that get made out of nowhere, like, for example, Kushida and Pete Dunne, that's a, that's a match on a takeover with no, no build at all that I am dying to see just because of the two guys that are in it. Like, that's a dream match for me. Crimson94 says, I work for Comcast on Peacock and I don't like the service. Was it really a war when 95% of the time AEW won? I haven't watched AEW since September. It really wasn't a war, but it, it kind of was. AEW won a couple times here and there. And listen, you can say about say what you want about Peacock. Their care packages are top notch. So are Wale Manias. <laughs> Shout out to close personal friend Wale. <laughs> Swiss Roll Chris says, just wanted to say I appreciate the content you guys are pumping out. I appreciate you for saying that. Uh, I can't tell you guys how important these Super Chats are. When we have a Tuesday show, that will be very, very important as well. Uh, that's what keeps us going. We do not operate on a gigantic profit or anything like that. We are basically an operate at cost website, and Jimmy Van allows that to happen. So uh, this stuff really helps, and so do the Fightful Select subscriptions. But let's get into the damn show. We're 10 minutes in, and we haven't talked about the show. Christian Cage, Frankie Gazarian. Now, I just want to say, I actually preferred the match that went head-to-head with it over on NXT. And in what they had, the unfortunate thing about that is very little of what happened in WWE do I feel like matters extensively. So when I'm seeing Christian Cage come out here and he's working a 15 to 20 minute match with Frankie Kazarian, I see one, I see why it's happening. Uh, I thought it was wise to do it on a taped show. Uh, Christian Cage is showing that he's selling, which is something he's going to be doing an awful lot as the elder statesman of this brand solid match. It didn't blow my doors off. I had some people saying, Oh, one of the best TV matches in AEW. Great. If you thought so, I didn't think so. 
This is not a match I would go back and watch again, but it's the kind of match that I feel like Christian Cage needed. You needed to see his wind. You needed to see how he looked. You needed to see how the offense was. You needed to see how his footwork was. There was one spot, the back suplex, looked a little bit shifty, but you got to get him those reps. Robert, how'd you feel? I can't believe WWE let this guy go. I mean, I can because they've disrespected him his entire career, but Mm -hmm. it seems wild that this guy didn't wrestle for seven years. Not to interrupt you, it would have been very funny if on the Beth Phoenix documentary, they put a giant blue dot over his face (laughs) to reference Vince McMahon always wanting to do that. That that was almost his gimmick. And it's it's shocking because this match was, it's nothing again, like Sean said, you're going to watch again. But the fact that he could have it and it was as good as anything he's ever done, that says something to me. Yeah, I thought it was better than a lot of the stuff we saw out of him in 2013 and early 2014. Alex, did this stand out to you in any particular way? Um, just watching watching Christian, like um, Edge's quote about uh, guys who get Germaned and like Hulk up immediately out of it like it's nothing. That's mm-hmm. supposed to hurt, guys. Yeah. Like, And so you sell. And like certain certain moments of that um, too, uh, early on where he got knocked off the top rope and fell to the outside, his first big bump back in seven years, and his face is like, oh, I did not miss that. <laughs> like that, like he, I, I don't know if that's real or if he, he's saying this is how I should feel in this moment. If it's a performance, either way, it's great. And the final thing that I love so much, I don't think I've ever seen this quite this way. He's having a war with Frankie Kazarian. Oh, I yeah. think the things are getting, he's barely kicking out. Kazarian's kicking out of everything he's doing. And he puts him in, for, sets him up for the unprettier. And just before he drops it, he does this. Like, if this doesn't work, I don't know what else I got in the tank. So unprettier, please don't fail me now. And he drops it and he, and he goes into the pinfall feeling like, honestly, it felt like he was saying to himself, if this is it, I'm sorry, Frankie, you won because I got nothing else. Frankie that, was that Frankie was, was the right opponent. And perfect. as you mentioned, it's perfect. Not knowing if he was okay or not. That's how the great ones do it. When Daniel Bryan falls to the floor and he grabs his head and his neck, and I go, Oh no, here we go again. They they get me. <laughs> he he sold me tickets for the first yes. few months he was back. Now I'm just like, Brian, you stop it. Jay Blood says, Frankie was tremendous. The back half of that match was a clinic in the art of the near fall. Yes, it was. Uh, people say the, it's not the unprettier to kill switch. We'll call it whatever we well, damn well please. Whatever. They called it the kill switch. They seem to have settled on the kill switch, but it has had several names. Yes, 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 indeed. I have a bit old school in my terminology. As, as am I. So the, the first mat, part of this match was real slow, but then it did build, and I saw... I think it may have been Voices of Wrestling that said this is the kind of match they need to have on AEW pay-per-view. I think it could, but I think that that, uh, that type of show probably needs a faster-paced match. I actually think that the six-man would have been a better thing to kick off the show with. Like a more fast-paced match and then this towards the middle, late part of the show. Or maybe you do this right out of the gate and, and it all works out. You know, uh, what the hell do I know? Daniel Larson's a super chat says, Robert, not true. We like Christian and we are the authority, right? WWE listens to us, right? Ah, get it? Might be more complicated than There's that. There's a great article up right now about Stephanie saying, hey, canceling us isn't going to do it. We have to listen and grow from our audience. All right. <sighs> That's the truth. Get those super chats in, guys. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. I want 1,000 thumbs ups on every video. 
we usually do about three or 300. Uh, I want, I want a lot more. I can't tell you guys how important that stuff is, especially leading into WrestleMania when we're going to be doing a whole lot of streams. When you guys leave us thumbs ups and comments and all that stuff, it, it helps people find us on the channels uh, or on YouTube rather. So uh, we see a Darby Allen promo about getting Matt Hardy's attention. Cool. Yeah. Great art house content. Um, I like this. Matt Hardy, just like Christian spent way too long, just jumping off of ladders and trying to get over any way possible. And now they're trying to teach these young kids to slow down. It's just nice storytelling. Cody Rhodes and QT Marshall. I don't think I needed this to go through a commercial break. This is the part where you catch people up on dark or elevation. And I'm not sold on QT Marshall as a faction leader or a top heel yet, but I guess that's kind of what they're trying to do here. QT gets a little arsed, ends up decking Arn Anderson, and Nick Comoroto, former NXT talent, Anthony Agogo, former kickboxer, Aaron Solo, an outstanding independent wrestler who some of you might know, uh, was formerly engaged to Bailey. They side with QT Marshall. Uh, Red Velvet prevents QT from doing a concerto between the stairs and the, the chair. They gotta explain to me. I Okay. Not me. I watch dark. I watch dark elevation. I know Komarota's on a hot streak. I know solo does just fine. Anthony Gogo's on commentary all the time. I watch it. Not everybody watches it because when exactly when you tune in, I don't have time. I wish I did. I don't have time to watch that many hours of wrestling a week. Exactly. I watched Elevation this week. I want you to know it was two and a half hours. Yes, it was. And, and a lot of people say, oh, well, why, why is that? Why is that? Well, I get the feeling they're trying to get those those hours up to sell. Now, 485,000 people right now have watched Elevation. 200,000 have watched Dark this week. Now, you might say, wow, that, that's a good percentage of their viewership. No, 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 no. That's seven, 800,000 viewers that you hear every week. That's in America alone. That doesn't count everybody else around the world. So it's probably less than 10% of their audience really watching this stuff. They got to educate the people. It's going to take me some convincing, but this is a big step in doing that convincing. I'm more like, I'm more inclined to give AEW the benefit of the doubt here than other companies, Robert. So I think my biggest issue with this is Cody. This feels like such an undercard issue. Yes. And Cody seems like he has fallen under the radar ever since he lost the right to challenge for the yeah. world title and now can't be TNT champion at the moment. It seems like he's trying to elevate, but I think there's a large contingency of the audience that needs to still see Cody elevated. Yeah. Uh, I Phil Felice says, AEW stairs are huge when stairs were men. That's right. That's uh, what I'll, we like. I'll tell you. I'll tell you it was a man. Nick Camaroto, or as I will always refer to him as, unfrozen caveman wrestler. That guy is, that guy has an awesome old school look about him. Like he looks like a guy who would have feuded with like Hogan in 1984. Like it's really cool. And I that that move where he like pulled the stairs out and then just lifted them up like they were like I mean they usually are really nothing to hollow and everything. But he made it look like it was an effort, and it was really impressive. I like that guy a lot. 
Comoroto looks like a million bucks, yeah, buddy. Yeah. He looks great. Uh, Jade Cargill attacks Red Velvet. And she looked great here. <laughs> she bounced Red Velvet off those crates. Uh, she looks like a star. Uh, she is a star. Yeah. She, I, I'm, I'm digging her. I'm digging her. John Moxley against Cesar Benoni. Uh, I just want to say, glad to see Cesar's wife is getting some help um, legitimately. Very glad to see that. This is another match. Don't know if I needed it to go through a commercial as opposed to them catching me up on Ethan Page chucking people three quarters away across the ring. What's going on with him and Scorpio Sky? Like stuff like that. Like you can dedicate like two minutes to just like show me the finish of each elevation match and like show me Ethan Page chucking somebody across the ring and then him with his hand raised. Like just show me that. This, yeah, this we, was this was fine. Cesar is still not that refined in the ring. We were at a good like four week streak of great thirty second squash matches, and mm-hmm. this week broke that. Moxley's great. Cesar is a big dude. He's still mostly just getting the reps. I like that uh, Nemeth has found a home, and JD Drake is <laughs> pretty cool too. Yeah, my my, my low key one of my favorite parts of this entire episode of AW was Moxley's promo where he's just pacing around in front of the camera talking about how pissed you off is it pissed off pissed off because everybody's like and now I got to wrestle this guy Cesar Bononi I don't know big guy six five looks like a Baywatch lifeguard you could probably make a lot of money with him I tell the guys up at the top you could probably make a lot of money with him but not if I kill him in the ring because I'm so pissed yeah this is like. I cackled like Moxley is is the guy for me, like in all of wrestling. Like he's just this guy that I completely gravitate towards. He's got this wonderful personality about him that is completely magnetic. So I, I'll watch him in the ring selling for Cesar Bononi. Yes, because I, I believe because that Cesar Bononi can get some offense in on it. Yeah, too. absolutely. That's that's the thing. When Cesar loses, it's like, all right, he's it's it's so much more impressive when they do it against a guy like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, they can do some cool moves against little fellas, but uh, I touch squirrel says Jade Cargo will most likely join QT. Probably. Yeah. I, and probably should. That would, that would help. They need it does some seem like they're, they're, they're splitting everybody up into factions. Yeah. And yeah. I, and I like faction based stuff. I'm, I'm totally into it. I like new Japan. I liked it when it happened in TNA. I liked it when it happened in WCW for the most part until they screwed it all up. Um, I liked it, and besides Piper's family, they sucked. Uh, but I liked it in WWF. I thought I think it makes a lot of sense. It's smart. Josh I Cardenas. hope that there's an episode of Dynamite where uh, there's just five factions brawling throughout Daly's place, and that's like a good hour of the show. I mean, I think there should be like almost like a like do a factions tournament if you have to. The winners get world dnt tag title shots or something like that you can you can do something like that or, or s- set up something josh carnetis says nightmare family black and white nightmare f- <laughs> he's right back uh I, I don't know if they're that cool yet buddy <laughs> eloquent says that was like the third dq finish ever in AEW. i don't even think it was a dq i think it was just a no contest plus it was an exhibition right yeah and it had no real ending. I like that Arn yeah. took two good shots. He uh, not only did he get punched in the face, his arm was draped over the barricade. Arn taking bumps is always cool because the enforcer ended his career way too early. 
Daniel R says, love that AEW doesn't have the John Cena one star idea. Yeah. Does anybody anymore? I mean, no. WWE yeah. doesn't even want the one star, which is, <sighs> I don't know if it's good or bad because it got them to, to move on to Roman. And now look, he's a bigger star than he's ever been as a result. Uh, Dr. Britt Baker and uh, Reba are talking about Elevation and talking about Thunder Rosa getting her wins up. This was a commercial for Elevation, and Britt Baker saying, oh, by the way, this doesn't count towards my rankings or anything like that because it was unsanctioned. Harmless, good way to get them on TV. Reba kicks ass, Robert. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and complain about Britt Baker talking for 90 seconds. Yeah, and it did exactly what it needed to. Hey, don't forget about Elevation. And by the way, yeah, you beat me, but you didn't beat me. So, haha, I like it. Yeah. Uh, we go to a, a promo with MJF showing his gifts to the pinnacle. He opens up the door in the in the restroom of the, the office, and it's the inner circle. Walk us through this one. <laughs> well, so they're just hiding in the bathroom. How long were they in there? <laughs> they're just—I tweeted—they're taking like massive group dumps. Yeah, I, I would imagine so because they're just sitting there. You know, MJF mentions a stench. Uh, they try to go out the other door, and Hager's at the door, so he's the one guy who was in the bathroom. And then they get their asses kicked. They Dax Harwood's head—I don't know what hit him. Yeah, but yeah. he was cut open deep. That was a great visual. Tully getting hurt again. These horsemen are getting into it. They're taking bumps. Yes. Who would have thought? Uh, the best line though was Jericho telling MJF, "The worst is yet to come." Direct from the May 2008 line with Shawn Michaels, where he threw him through the Jeratron, except this time he threw him into a Pepsi machine. I, I thought it was great. Absolutely great. This was really, really good. This is the violent feud that you know FTR wanted so bad. Mm-hmm. When they came over, they wanted so bad long before that. Jericho yeah. is so good at this stuff. MJF is so old school. He loves this kind of stuff. Sean Spears, you know, he's old school. Uh-huh. Tully Blanchard is the, the embodiment of so what so many of these people have. And uh, it's just, what, it, go ahead. One of the things that I loved about this is that it felt like uh, a, a movie fight scene. Yes, like they, they were actually okay. I'm gonna do this to you, you're gonna do this to me. Here's here's the fight that we have laid out. It's all in a hallway, like those daredevil fights on Netflix. Like, this is all cool. I liked all of it. The problem I have with it is that you've trained me for since the inception of AEW to despise Chris Jericho and all mm. of his lackeys. To, and then you create this badass new heel faction. And hey, they they jump Chris Jericho, who I've been trained to hate. Yeah. So now Chris Jericho comes back, and I'm like, no, actually, I kind of think this other heel team is a lot more fun. I'm going to root for them. There's really only one babyface act that AEW has. Like, I'm talking about as, as a faction or a group that I wouldn't root for the pinnacle over. And that's yeah. Mox and Eddie. Like, those are the only two guys who have built themselves up as, as cool enough babyfaces that I wouldn't be rooting for the new four horsemen. Are you kidding me? I'm okay with having two groups of complete assholes and us deciding sure. which 
which one is right. the lesser of the asshole. <laughs> Just because as long as they're performing the roles good, I'm okay. And, and I'm fine with that too. But if you listen to the commentary in this section, they want you to root for the inner circle, which is so sure. odd considering how, for how many months Shivani was like, oh, the inner circle, they're so bad. We don't like them. And oh, the inner circle is back and they've taken over. Like, oh, come on. Yeah, uh, and they, you know. they should not lean into that. They should let you decide. They type should. Of thing. Jay Blood says, absolutely loved Inner Circle Pinnacle beatdown segment. It was cool, brutal, filmed well, didn't see it coming at all. The, the reveal, the two reveals were so good, and, and just the way that they conducted it. There was, quite frankly, a lot of good backstage fighting on tonight's wrestling, like just a, a good amount of it. John Doe says, love that camera angle. <laughs> Jay opened the door to the bathroom. Oh, my God. It would, it would have been really great if he just closed the door and said, shitter's full. <laughs> just moved on. <laughs> uh, Josh Cardenas says, Pepsi machine means CM Punk. It's possible. AEW. You never know. I wish. I mean, it'd be, it'd be at least once for me to see how it ends up. Young Bucks interrupted by Don Callis. Callis tells Nick that he broke Kenny Omega's heart. He chose the Young Bucks. That's why he came to AEW. And Callis asks Jackson what went wrong and slaps him. Uh, Jackson grabs Callis but lets him go. A little bit of back and forth. Yeah, here. this is. We're getting into okay. It's the burn is starting to be a little too slow. I yeah. need to see what the payoff is here. I think we will probably over the next couple of months, leading to AEW Double or Nothing. Get those super chats in, guys. Thank you very much. Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers defeated Laredo Kid, Pentagon, and Ray Phoenix. Oh, boy. Bless, first off, bless Gallows for keeping up with all these people. Anderson has just stepped it up. Just, geez, man. This has been a lot of fun. You would not think that Gallows and Anderson can keep up with these guys, but they kept up very strong and... It's never not fun to watch Phoenix in action, and he's just a blast. I'm loving Laredo Kid getting his opportunity to shine here as well. There, I saw some people saying, like, oh, my gosh, I mean, Death Triangle's done. Packs hurt. We have seen that groups can come and go. That's what I like about AEW. They aren't just like, this person's hurt, so now like they completely hate this person. And you got to forget that they ever teamed. Um, you don't got to do that. Evan Wright says, Omega, Good Brothers Trios match every week, please. I'm enjoying them so far. Yeah. it's Again, it's more to that Trios title, which should be coming very soon, I'd imagine. And I think the Good Brothers are one of the best acts across both shows because they're consistent and they're always entertaining. Uh, we also have Daniel R. saying Phoenix, Laredo Kid, and Penta are awesome. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping that, that Laredo Kid sticks around and we have a bit of a, a an affiliation there with Death Triangle in the future. Because why not, Alex? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with Death Rectangle. That's fine yes. with me too. Death, death trapezoid, whatever you want to, whatever you yeah. kind of four-sided thing you want to put together. I'm cool with if Laredo kid is the other member of the death squad. Yes. Let's do that. <laughs> Valab says Anderson working in like it's his 2012 G one run all over again. I uh, love he it. He hasn't gotten the back to Japan. So he's got to let out the steam somewhere. 
I, I'm all for it. I really, I really dig what he's doing as well. Hikaru Shida and Tay Conti uh, against the Bunny and Nyla Rose. Tay Conti is the new blood that this division needs near the top. She's shown she can hang. She's doing great. Like when when Paul White like sees her pump kick and you can just tell he's impressed by it. With with the how long he's been around when he really put something over, it does come with credibility. I do not like the bunny pinning Tay Conchi here. Did they I forget know, that they had her for two years? Because, I mean, they could have done something with her over the last two years. I, I don't know that they could have because I think they tried and it just wasn't working. Uh, like I mentioned, a lot of those early hires, Leva, Kong, Brandy, Allie, it was, it was not what they wanted it to be, so to speak. It just wasn't it. I I don't want them to 50-50 tie, tie Conti. I don't want them to do that. And that's what I feel like they're doing here to just – be like, ah, yeah, well, here we go. Matt Hardy's stable isn't a complete set of of jobbers or anything like that, but it is very hard for me to like really dive in and like get all into this group. Yeah, because it's Matt Hardy who's changing the name of the group every week. I don't know if that's a bit, yeah. but the group name is changing every week. And I'll find out. I, I don't buy it. I, you know, Butcher, Blade, Bunny, they're great. They were all in the uh, top five this week. I thought that was strange. But Allie getting a win, I'm not going to complain because you've got her as long as it's not like you're going to drop the ball with Tay. Because Tay, as we've learned, was the best kept secret on NXT, apparently. And they let her go. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a fair thing to say. Uh, Nerguri says, I feel like Death Pentagon is too obvious, right? Uh <laughs> Uh, so, but well, it says Pentagon is five sides, bro. <laughs> I, I, I like that. We, uh, the comment section has just turned into wacky shape name. Crew. Yeah. This ain't <laughs> geometry. My friends, Evan Wright says Kenny had the triple a title this week. A good sign. I mean, he was going to hold on to that anyway, but yeah, I'm surprised he doesn't, doesn't more often. Well, Death Rhombus. <laughs> Death Rhombus. Shanika. Death Rhombus is really good. I really like it. I think Kenny had to bring the one belt to compensate for the Good Brothers no longer having theirs. I'm not sure, but I think it's supposed to look like a belt collector gimmick. And I imagine it's only going to get worse when he adds the impact title in four weeks. I'm, I'm, I'm going with the Lucha quadrilateral. Quite mm-hmm. frankly, that's, that's what we're going to rock with here. Guys, get in your super chats. We are, uh, quite frankly, I think we're at the the main event segment of of AEW already. I'm I'm just scanning through, making sure I didn't miss anything. I don't think so. We got through this pretty quick, but uh, <laughs> the arcade anarchy match. I just want to say I did think this was overbooked, but it was so fun. NSK says death parallelogram. Uh, <laughs> we saw in this match a whack a mole spot. I love the use of the prize wall, but there's no way they earned those tickets. They no. stole from the prize wall. You can't do that. Chris Statlander came back, hit a great 
uh, Michinoku driver, whatever, whatever she calls it, th- Wait, through the air hockey table. Chris Stanlitter came back. She popped up from inside the claw machine and okay, shoved yes. the plexiglass out of it so hard it wrecked Penelope Ford. Like it knocked her off her feet. That, that was one did. of the craziest things I've ever seen. That was so great. Like one oh, of the I green aliens it. from Toy Story, just sitting in the claw machine, just yeah. enjoying her life. Just waiting ah, for time, yeah. biding her time. So I thought this was a really good way to set up because Miro did not want this match. He he specified, I don't want this match. I'm done with them. But he didn't take the pin. Kip Sabian did after a psychotic running power slam from Chuck, but not before that white van rolls down the ramp. I also, I sent Sue a text after this show. She was very excited. She was very happy. She loves AEW. That's for sure. This was the perfect way to bring Trent back. He's wearing his Scott Hall May 1996. You don't know who I, or you know who I am, but you don't know why I'm here. Denim suit. Um, Sue kisses him on the cheek. You briefly threaten Sue with Miro. I thought this was good stuff. And then <laughs> when Chuck got the pin... That Pixies song. We'll, we're going to talk about that. But Sue and Trent, Robert, I thought this was great. I was not expecting this. I half expected Sue to try and run down Mira when Mira was coming towards the car. I thought <laughs> she could just hit him. You know, that was really good. It felt wholesome. I got a text that said, oh, this was the wholesome content I needed tonight. This did feel very wholesome. I'm glad Statlander's back. Uh, best friends should be in tag title picture. Hopefully, by the end of this year, they're having the belts. And Sue's great. Uh, our interview with Sue was the most wholesome thing to come out of 2020. And top five interview great. last year, too. Um, Rob Reed says, Sue is money. Yes. In this case, is not surprised. Sean texted someone's mother. <laughs> uh, Kentucky 210 says, screw Kenny. Sue is the real cleaner of AEW. She's always there to end these feuds. I love I kind of like that. Like, does anyone clean as thorough as a good mom, though? I mean, <laughs> I just there you I, go. I love that you you mentioned Miro threatening uh, Sue, and what I saw was him launch himself up onto the hood of her van and try to rip the windshield wipers off. That <laughs> is one of the most creative threatening of a of a character's mom that I think I've ever seen. I'm going to take your windshield wiper. <laughs> At Parker, our purpose is simple: we want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. And you know, you know, she's like, leave those alone. 
<laughs> I just had those changed. Chris says, I popped when Sue's minivan pulled up. And CJ says, best friends, Orange and Statlander hug while Sue looks on with pride. While where is my mind place? I can't complain at all. That song, as soon as those notes hit, yeah. Yeah, I was like, boy, this was a good investment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Trent, Trent has put on Twitter, he says, screw it. From now on, Sue drives us to the ring in a tank. <laughs> Just like I, I love these guys. Oh man, uh, Dante V says AEW was great. Did not see Chris coming back randomly, but that was wild. A plus Dynamite, even though Ty lost. I wouldn't say A plus. I've seen way better Dynamites with some actual stakes. Um, there, there wasn't like a title match or anything, unless I'm missing something. I wouldn't go that far, but getting Chris Statlander and and Trent back, boy, that's a big shot in the arm. Evan yeah. Wright says Chuck Taylor's the plunder match king. I always say this. He's one of the most aggressive wrestlers in the world, and I love it. He always looks like he's got intent. This this was really good. I like the uh, – they're goofy, and their mom is sort of dropping them off the arcade. It's yeah. so much about this works. Where is my mind might be the greatest thing Tony Khan has spent money on, and that includes Sting. So, <laughs> you know, very good all around. Rob Reed says, I loved how unstoppable they made Miro look tonight. I thought they were very crafty in that. They they wanted to make Miro stay strong because he straight up mentioned title hopes. And I know that that's a very real thing that he's he's wanting. Like he wants in a, in a big title picture. Rob Reed says, great episode of Dynamite. Sue equals money. And Evan says that he cried real man tears at the end of Dynamite. When, when this had developed, I was like, really? They're going to blow off with this? Uh, a blow off for a, a feud that... I always already thought it was overdone, but I thought they did it really well. As Jay Blood says, I didn't like this whole story from the jump, but that was the most satisfying blow off possible. Served the arc and the characters perfectly. It did, and now Robert don't need to see him together again. Do not. I want Orange to branch off again. He beat Jericho, and I feel like he should be in the main event picture still. Christian Ramos wants a Statlander to join best friends already. I agree. Also, if you all watch the boys on Amazon prime. Yes. Okay. There's a character named Homelander. Every time they say his name, I keep thinking of John Silver calling Chris Statlander, Buttlander over and over again. <laughs> so they, they say Homelander and I keep on thinking, Buttlander. It's like, Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and Mike Proventure 2 says Statlander with best friends, Conti with Dark Order, Bunny uh, with the Matt Hardy brand, Velvet with Nightmare Factory, Jade with QT's Marshalls. Weren't we just talking about more women's in factions than listen, you boy? That's a good point. They're, they're moving those Tetris pieces around, Robert. Yeah, maybe. It's almost like they might be watching. Who knows? Yeah, it's not like any of their top wrestlers actively tweet about it. That never happens. Boris Nisnovich says, such a fun episode of Dynamite, the closing shot with OC best friends and Chris Statlander giving a thumbs up to Sue while it was playing. It was, it was great. That was, that was a good, good visual. Uh, Chop Pone says, all time great Dynamite. Miro Kit best friends feud went too long, but hot damn. Well, if we've learned one thing, you can count on best friends having a blow off match, a blow off hardcore match to main event that show and Sue rolling in with the cameo. Like, I don't know if you can go back to that well again, Robert, but it worked well twice. You wait for it, and then you go back when it's time to give him the belt. But the more I think about it, Sean, I'm liking adding Statlander 
it, it's an eclectic group, right? But it feels like a pretty decent variety. I mean, yeah. Statlander, Statlander fits perfectly with, with them. Like, the best friends are kind of kooky, and then, like, Orange Cassidy takes it up a notch, and Statlander believes she's actually an alien. Like, it's, like, there's no, there's, that's, that's the ultimate level. You can't go further than that, but she's perfect for that group. Daniel R. says, what is the money match for Double or Nothing? Something with Bucks, uh, the money match. Blood and Guts. The, blood and Guts, the pinnacle and, and mm. inner circle, I, I would believe, Yeah. And uh, Ricardo says, Gallows and Phoenix, yes, please. Their chemistry is the most like pleasant surprise of anything. My God. But you know, you know what else also has great chemistry, guys? You and magicspoon.com slash fightful. Take it from Alex Palowski. He's got a little one. You know, you you wanna you wanna feed them the healthiest possible cereal. How about zero grams of sugar, 13, 14 grams of protein, four net grams of carbs in each serving, and only 140 calories per serving. Your kid's not going to eat you out of house and home because one bowl will get them filled up. Same with you. That's my favorite part about magicspoon.com slash Fightful is that when you go there and you get their cereal, one, by the way, it's got a 100% happiness guarantee. If you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. That's how confident they are. But you're not eating bowl after bowl after bowl in one sitting. This stuff gets you filled up. And right now, while you still got time, cookies and cream and maple waffle are available. But you can also build a custom bundle. Cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, and cinnamon. Jimmy mentioned today that he mixed the cocoa and peanut butter. You make a peanut butter cup flavor. It's delicious, my friends. I love it. It complements protein shakes if I want to eat something for a snack during the afternoons or the evenings, but it's the perfect breakfast food for me. Magicspoon.com slash Fightful. Grab the new limited edition cookies and cream, maple waffle, or a custom bundle cereal to try it today. Hit them up on Twitter. Let them know you heard about them from us. That way they'll hit us with that renewal, my friends. I legitimately use Magic Spoon. I love this stuff. You guys will too. Let's get this back in order. Magicspoon.com slash Fightful. Boris says week four of Alex's theater class. It's been a great month. Yeah. Chris Crimson 94 says, don't know about you guys, but Jade would fit better with the pinnacle and Eva Lee and Diamante with inner circle. Well, you'll see two of those three people back in AEW. Uh, but yes, I don't disagree whatsoever. Um, but we've got NXT. So I have what to ask because I cover AEW. I hear there was a dog. Like this dog stole oh, yeah. the show. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. But the question is, Alex. Yes. Can the dog and Taya coexist? We 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 don't know. We 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 honestly we don't know. I mean, they, they've been rivals for a long time, uh, but I just don't know. Can they get along? I mean, they're they're probably gonna challenge for the titles at some point, right? right no, but then they'll break them up way too early. What do you think of NXT tonight? Um, uh, re- really good stuff, honestly. Like to, to build toward uh, their biggest. Uh, takeover ever two nights and the, the the card is absolutely stacked to the rafters they're doing some really great stuff they, well, they're, 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 they, they don't take much in their venue buddy no, <laughs> that, <laughs> that is true 
Um, I uh, yeah, they're they're, they're built particularly the women's title match, um, and the Cole O'Reilly um um, uh, not, un- unsanctioned match. Those things are, are built absolutely to perfection, and the other ones aren't so aren't half bad either. I I liked this show an awful lot tonight, and that opening match, even though in the grand scheme of things, probably doesn't matter that much. God, what a good match. Cameron Grimes, over the past month, month and a half specifically, I'm so glad that we're getting to see this. Because when I was doing a show with Shane Helms, he managed Cameron Grimes, so I would pay specific attention, special attention to Cameron Grimes, Trevor Lee, and Impact. And he was doing such good stuff there. This is great. And this is a big, big win for him. A win over a former Undisputed Era member. And then Roderick Strong's like, I'm leaving. Well, yeah, I, I, I was super interested in this. Well, uh, I, I was too until the finish. Um, uh, Cameron Grimes pulled uh, an uh, a undisputed era logoed wristband out of his uh, trunks, sure, and and left it there for Roddy to see. And Roddy, who's been seeing ghosts all all match, like is that is that Adam Cole in the crowd? No, it's just a guy wearing our shirt. Like like it made Roddy look stupid like the idea that i found a a a wristband with my 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 former faction's logo on it is going to cause me to completely check out during a wrestling match i am currently in makes him look so bad and i I understand what they want to do is to have him doubt himself and that's why he leaves the arena and isn't in the big battle royal I understand that that's what you want to do with this character. There are better ways of doing that than what's this that I have found? Oh, now I am having feelings and I'm not looking as, oh, I've been hit by your finisher. Like, that's bad. Don't do that. Andre Banks uh, comments on the Cole versus O'Reilly video package, which I thought was good. Wow. Says, unsanctioned in theaters on Friday. It's a, it, that is an, that's an amazing video package. And there was a moment there where like, um, over, uh, under the regal saying NXT has been around for too long and too many people have sweat and bled, bled for this place. And they were showing like, like images of Bailey versus Sasha and Sami Zayn winning the belt. And I got like legitimate feels like what, what NXT has done all this time to get to this point that they're having their two night takeover. Like that's a really cool thing. And yeah, it kind of is like the, whether you guys are trying to destroy each other. Uh, and without without realizing what you're doing to to NXT as a whole, I think that's pretty cool. D'Lo Diggs says the O'Reilly or Cole hype video slapped major cheeks. Yeah, it, did. it was good, really, good really, really, stuff. really good. Reminder, guys, uh, leave a thumbs up, get your super chats in. I dropped a couple of interviews this week. Myron Reed of MLW, Gable Stevenson, who is somebody you're gonna want to know about. Uh, yeah, he's real good. Hopefully bringing us home some Olympic gold this year as well. Uh, but get those super chats in, my friends. Ryan B. Jam says, can we get a team up of Alex and Denise for NXT reviews? Is Hannah going to be the Olsen twins in Fight Full House? <laughs> Rob Wilkins with those those, uh, those photoshops are so he runs He runs them by me each time. <laughs> I'm always like, I think by now he probably, he, he probably thinks that I'm sick of them, but I'm not. I just see them. And it's like, how many times can I LMAO these before I sign off on them? But uh, yes, Alex is scheduled for Tuesdays 
moving forward. And I'll just say, without putting pressure, I'm working on something. I'm working on something, guys. Uh, either way, plan A or plan B, Alex, I think it's fair to say they're going to like, right? Yeah, I know they'll like it. Better fucking hope so. George <laughs> says, <laughs> with NXT moving to Tuesdays, does that mean JBL will book NXT because Triple H doesn't want to work Tuesdays? I don't know, but I am not working Tuesdays, so. <laughs> Same. Yes. It's weird. Like, this is something that Robert and I discussed before we were on the air. One show moving to Tuesdays, causing a Tuesday show to move to Thursdays, has created more nights off for our writers somehow. And I don't understand how that works, but we only need one person around to cover each show. So it, it works very well. It's it's actually a big relief. And you know what? Maybe we'll get some more viewers off of it because maybe there's some people that that don't want to watch one of these shows because they don't care about NXT or AEW. So we'll see. Josh Cardenas says the O'Reilly Cole promo video is fire. When they want to do something like that, they can make you forget some of the stupid stuff they've booked, Alex. Yeah. I mean, there, there was some, it was it was incredibly well done. Like, I mean, if you haven't seen it, like it is one of those things that you got to track down and find and watch because it's 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 masterfully done. We see a video package of Karen Cross training MMA as we go to commercial. For those of you who don't know, he was, honest to God, training to be a pro MMA fighter. Like, he trained with a lot of the same people that trained with Vanderlei Silva. That's how he and I first became friendly. We both talked about catches, catch can wrestling and blood sport and stuff like that. And he straight up told me that he was training as a pro fighter. And he was like, you know what? I'm pretty good at this, but I just want to wrestle. I just want to freaking wrestle. Uh, and... I love that he, he's got that experience and can integrate it. That's cool. You got another video package uh, with Walter ahead of his title defense. I like this. You don't need these people on the show every single week. You can remind us that these are two badass guys. And NXT, he's getting real good at this, Alex. Yeah, very good at it. I, 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 I really, really loved, of all of them, they did the one with Finn Balor, which I felt was kind of like, okay, we get it. And also cross these are all they're all fine, but no, they're not like setting the world on fire. But I love Champa's. Champa's was great. He was like, people have been telling me that I'm not the same guy that I was before I became a dad, before I went for next surgery, and maybe they're right. But I guess we'll find out. We'll find out next week, and you're gonna find out, Walter. Because if if I'm not, if I'm not the same guy, that's fine. But if I am that guy, then you're in a world of hurt. Like it's it's this is great, really great stuff. Like Champa is just so masterful at doing that promo, the sitting down, talking right to the camera thing. It's really really good for him. Santos Escobar defeated Tyler Breeze. Uh, he issued an open challenge for the cruiserweight title, um, and and Breeze accepted it. At no point did I think Breeze was going to win this. No. This was a way to get a win. Did I miss something? Where's Fandango? Uh, he might be hurt. I don't know, but uh, I liked it. It was like uh, I'm. I'm. He's an open challenge for my cruiserweight championship, and uh, because I've I've done I'm the best cruiserweight in history. And Tyler Breeze is like, well, you know, I I, I wrestled Jushin Thunder Liger that one time. I've been I've been in, I've been in NXT for like half my career. Um, like Breeze was what is one of the absolute OG best workers. You, you go. You can go a long way back to find him doing some really great stuff in NXT before he got called up and then cut, got brought back down. 
Um, I like that he was like, well, you know what? I'll fight you. And you know, you have no no thought in your mind as you're going to win the match. But he did look good in it and made Escobar look great. Breeze tried to use the unprettier, ah, 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 or is it the kill switch? I'm I don't not know. sure. I don't know. Oh my gosh. They called it multiple things. Uh, <laughs> MSK ran off uh, Legato del Fantasma and Grizzled Young Veteran showed up on the screen. Mm-hmm. And like, ah, you get distracted by fidget spinners and lights and all kinds of goofy shit. Um, I, I think Grizzled Young Vet should probably win this. Uh, yeah, I think I think that the tag titles in NXT are usually better when held by a, a heel faction than then chased by baby faces. I think the MSK chasing after Grizzled Young Vets, considering that MSK won the Dusty Cup by beating the Grizzled Young Vets, if the Grizzled Young Vets win this thing and they have the tag titles, like, well, who cares if you won the cup? We got the belts. And I think yeah. that there's something that MSK can say, well, we know we can beat you. And there's the storyline. I think MSK becomes champs uh, sometime during the summer, but uh, Grizzle Young Vet should definitely win this match, I think. Yeah, I do too. Uh, Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell defeated, I think it was Zeta Ramier and Gigi Dolan. Uh, glad to see Gigi, the former Priscilla Kelly, in there. Zeta had some good offense a little bit early, didn't get too much or anything. Candice and Indy getting the win. I'm I'm all for. They should get a win. Mm-hmm. Probably should have got a win before all this. I mean, all this happened. Right. Shotzi and Ember on the mic. Not for me. Nope. It's, yeah, the, the promo style is not for me either. It, it's it's good. Me. Not. It's not something you need to hear all the time. No, I I did appreciate Candice being like. Um, there's nobody in the locker room who deserves a title more than me. And I'm like, Candace, you're, you're not just whistling Dixie. Like Candace has been there forever. And was one of the best women's wrestlers in the world. Uh, but I did appreciate that they had Indy get the pinfall with a springboard elbow drop. Looks great. Indy doesn't get pinfall victories. So yes. it's good that she did. Cause you know, okay, well, at least we know she's a threat now and we don't have to wait around for Candace getting the pin. If they're actually going to win this match. They really should have done like a, like, okay, for example, when they film the Randy Orton Fiend stuff, they do it about 15, 20 minutes before mm-hmm. Raw. They should have done this with the tank. It should have hit, uh, should have hit her right in the face and she mm-hmm. should have bumped off of it. Yep. And like she's seething and Candace is seething and everybody's so mad. Rob Wilkins says, glad you guys like the Photoshop. Based on social media, people will start loving wrestling on Mondays if they just show two dogs in WWE cosplay for three hours. The Don't dog. Ideas. Oh, I'll say, Robert, did it get buzz or did it get heat? This got it, buzz. It did get buzz because that dog was all anybody was talking about. I loved it. Uh, uh, the, 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 the dog is just showing her up around to the Pomeranian going around. And everyone's like, oh, whose dog is it? And I'm like, what if it's what if the dog is the new NXT superstar? <laughs> like it's a shapeshifter gimmick. You never know, man. And it, WWE's wild, man. It's uh part of uh Karen Q and yeah, Zia Lee. Mei Ying was a was a dragon, was she? Maybe like Tian Sha former used to be a dragon. Who knows? Maybe somebody's a dog. You never know. Well, technically they won a match. Zia Lee hit. Pretty, pretty much like they call it a whirlwind kick. It's a trouble in paradise. That's what yeah. it is. It's a really good looking one. It's awesome. Kenshiro says Chinese mixology and Wuch- I don't know how to pronounce that. Wucha. 
Wuxia nerd is not something I ever would have associated with HBK. So I reported that on Fightful Select recently. Triple H and Shawn Michaels are big fans of this gimmick. They are very hands-on with it. Uh, Um, I think a lot of things about you guys, about Shawn Michaels would surprise people. I don't know that a ton of people expected Shawn Michaels, uh, noted redneck from San Antonio, to be a big Black Lives Matter supporter. And then he put some, some people in their place. So... You never judge a book by its cover, you know. Uh, he apparently is big into Chinese culture, though, because he <laughs> is all for this. Uh, this is not for me. Yeah, I I, I like Zia uh, Lee in the ring now. Like her her head kicks are awesome. There she's was just, getting real good. She's getting real good. Um, K- Casey Catanzaro does this thing that is like a spinning uh, tilt, like t- tilt a whirl. Um, a code breaker like she starts with her back to 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 Zaylee for no reason i mean jumps and twists into a code breaker it's just a code breaker like it wasn't like she had to because of where she was in the ring it just looked looked cool but it was really stupid almost as stupid as yes. going in public without a mask but um not as stupid necessarily as this whole thing speaking of doing things during the era of covid uh uh Jian Shah, what, what, what May Yi, whatever her name, her her May finisher May is, is uh, she she vapes in somebody's face like that is that is Whoa, not hey that is hey not. you think it's all fun and games until Kate metal that's metal in your lungs <laughs> in your lungs Caden Carter's gonna turn into a metal monster <laughs> uh, that might be Nitch is gonna turn into a dog and walk around full sail or not full sail maybe full sale they don't go there anymore there, there's story. some money to be made in a metal monster versus dragon fight in your lungs <laughs> you never know this make metal. me want to smoke out of spite <laughs> i've never smoked anything weed. uh and that just makes me want to uh yeah makes me want to go buy a vape and do it competitively too and then buy ad time directly after those commercials Woof, those are bad. Oh boy. Uh <laughs> Zoe Stark gets beat by Raquel Gonzalez. This is how Zoe Stark probably is gonna be for a little while, but uh her having the type of performance she had against EO and having that opening match bought her a little bit of time. However, gonna need to see her win here and there. Not against Raquel, but put her in some matches she can win. Have her beat up Gigi Dolan. I'm cool with that. Do it for a few minutes. But this show went so long in in or so far in building Raquel and EO. That's what the story is. Yep. The the match is fine. This is good. Zoe's good. Raquel's good. It's a good match. This was the Peter Griffin versus the chicken story I've been wanting for so long, Alex. It's just a shame. I want that to happen for like six months, though. <laughs> yes, like the visual of EO running up behind Raquel down that hallway was so good. Yeah. Uh, I could have done without the jump onto the pile and even the person in the back that didn't get hit falls down. Sure, sure, sure. But everything about these two is so good. Dakota getting involved, them not ignoring her, but finding a way to get her out of it, I thought was really great. Um, yeah, so uh, I, I think that they could have done they could have done this starting in November after uh, Raquel Pinder in War Games. Io Shirai hates Raquel Gonzalez, 
and just keeps picking fights with her. And Raquel's like, keeps like, like get the hell away from me kind of a thing. You could do this intermittently for months to build this thing up and get your six month um, build in that way. But, um, uh, but basically that, that Raquel's not going after EO. She knows she's got a match with her for the title. She's not trying to go after her. EO keeps attacking Raquel, which is such a cool visual of her, like not stopping even when, even when Raquel puts her through a damn wall. And then she says to her collapsed body on the floor, stay down. And of course, EO doesn't do that because she's crazy. Uh, and then we get the, the big brawl to end the show. Listen, I here's what I love. Um, I love that for once in NXT, we get a huge brawl that's the women interrupting a very big male angle. Yes. Where they do the opposite, where they have the big the men come out and they brawl, which just completely cancels out what the women were doing on their major angle. So I'm glad we got the inverse of this. And um, EO Shirai versus Raquel is going to be so, 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 so good. Guys, leave those thumbs up. We are nearing 200. Also, get the, get in those super chats because we are at the main event segment after this. Brandon Charles Powell says, it seems like EO keeps trying to take on Raquel, but gets beaten down. Makes me wonder if EO is winning at TakeOver if I didn't know better. That is how WWE loves to book it, but she stood tall tonight, so they also love to book it the opposite. I'm going to go back at some point and watch the go-home stuff and who stands tall and kind of yeah. make stats based on that. But uh, how are you thinking, Alex? Well, one thing that I did really love, and I'm not really sure what it means, but I still loved it, uh, is the very beginning uh, where they were like, after, man, God, after after Raquel did the one-arm powerbomb to EO onto the desk, and it looked like she got powerbombed with her spine on one of the monitors. Like, it looked horrible. Yeah. And she just made, made the sound like, ah, 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 like it was a horrible sound that she made when that happened. I don't know if it was real or worked, um, but... She's interviewed backstage in the trainer's room and says, are you worried you might have bit off more than you can chew um, with, with Raquel? And she says, that's why I chose her. I Which love is a it. really cool thing for your babyface champ who's half the size of her heel challenger to say, I chose her because I wanted the best, the biggest challenge because Io Shirai is a little nuts that way. I think that's great that's how your babyface champion should be they should want to prove they're the best and if they see a heel they shouldn't be like eh, you don't deserve it you don't deserve it even though you've beaten everybody up for six months no yoshirai was like give me her she yep. rules i yep. love it yep ennis mckay says or mcveigh says biggest problem with dynamite hikaru shida shida's 10 month losing streak got broken and they never mentioned it she hadn't she lost didn't lose, winning she streak. And she, she didn't get pinned. get pinned. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's not... On the losing side in the tag team doesn't count. I mean, maybe it should in some instances, but definitely not here. Sure. Nerd Guru says, I want Raquel to win, but EO getting called up, uh, if that is the plan, very much terrifies me. But it's probably more likely that Raquel gets called up first. Um, God, I am terrified if Dakota and Raquel get called up. Yeah, anybody getting called up at this point is scary. They're going to book Dakota against Nia, and that is not oh, no. a good idea. That's yeah, Accentuate the positives. Hide the negatives. Nerd Guru says, NXT home, Go Home Show was their best in a long time. The women carried the show. Raquel just ragdolling EO the whole night was amazing. I love it. 
it's yeah. such a it's such a great way to to implement that story and they did it did a good job um a lot better than implementing these rules uh for the north american championship <laughs> gauntlet qualifier had, they had barrett say had the nerve to say it's really quite simple like no yes no it's not wade it's not so the gimmick is the last six are in the gauntlet match next week the order of elimination the longer you last the better your spot in that gauntlet um so <laughs> but they never Leon- actually used that term if yes. you if they said it that way, it would have made a lot more sense. Uh, and, the order that men are eliminated in the battle royals tonight, the inverse of that will be true when they come in and the like. No, stop it. Yes, and, stop. and next week it's not like oh well, this person gets pinned, then they come out. It's every three minutes, yeah. so they're changing that too. Uh, Leon Ruff and Isaiah Scott brawl out there. I'm cool with them continuing that. Sure, uh, Pete Dunn and Kashida. Rafael Garcia says, can't watch you guys live. Got to prep for my podcast, but I just want to say Kashida versus Dunn hose me down right now. Yes, yeah. do hose me down. Hose me all the way down. But you know what? Also, explain to me why Pete Dunn couldn't have defended the tag titles with Oni freaking Lorcan now. Yeah. Why? I hate vacating titles. I hate it. It's so pointless. But just have Oni get pinned. What is it like some big thing to not have Oni get pinned? And then Pete's like, oh, that sucks. Okay, cool. Then have him do this. He's mad. He's he's even more upset because he couldn't hold on to the tag titles with his buddy. But ooh boy, am I ready for Dunn and Kushida? Yeah, that match is is uh certainly something that we've been that if you asked me a couple of years ago, what's what's a, like when when Kushida signed. What what are the matches you want Kushida to have in NXT? It's like Pete Dunn would probably be one of them. That'd be a pretty fucking great match. Let's let's see yeah. that. And and we we had to wait for it, but it's this Pete Dunn, the Pete Dunn who spent all of quarantine in a gym, like that guy. I'm looking forward to seeing this match a lot. Oh yeah, and had somebody say, oh he's not a tag wrestler. Neither was Adam Cole. And Adam Cole defended that tag that tag title, so you can't give me that excuse. That's the power I mean, of versatility. Also, he was part of one half of the tag team champs when, when, when COVID hit. Yes. So, you know, I mean, like that's uh, ancient history. They don't remember. Nobody remembers. Yes. Nobody remembers that. So the battle Royal goes on. Um, Isaiah and Leon both got eliminated. So they are going to be the ones that start off next week, which is fine. It continues that feud. It does. It does. They'll they'll cost each other, whatever. They're not making Leon look like a schlub, which I like. They're like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. He's he's doing stuff. Phil Felice says Bivens first main event too. <laughs> oh, they just they gotta use him better. They gotta use him better. Uh Dexter and Cameron were or everybody works to eliminate Bronson. Now Dexter had been like standing in the corner the whole time. <laughs> and <laughs> Dexter's entire strategy for the for the entire battle royal was stand in the corner still like their vision is based on movement. If I stand yes. still, nobody will try to eliminate me. And it worked. Nobody even tried to eliminate him. It's the opposite of Jim Carrey and me, myself, and Irene that can't hit a moving target. And it's like, well, they're not gonna hit the stationary target. No. Well, they won't even try. They so try. they don't even try. Uh <laughs> LA Knight ends up winning this. Sure, got no problem with that. It's it's a main event win for him. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think he's going to be a major, major NXT player based on him losing to Bronson Reed. So him getting this win here is good. It will put that in the minds of a lot of people for a while. I'm fine with it. Uh, It's him, Dexter Loomis, Cameron Grimes, Bronson Reed, Isaiah Scott, and Leon Ruff. And okay. Yeah. And that's, and that's fine. Uh, the, the one angle we didn't mention that I thought was, was kind of clever was, uh, uh, Johnny Gargano hating this match is even taking place. Yes. And Austin Theory saying, like, why are you even in it, Austin? It's like, no, don't you understand? Have you ever heard of the finger poke of doom? It's like, yes. that killed the business. But yes. we're, we're still here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess if it killed the business once and it didn't actually kill the business, we could do it again. So Austin Theory was going to be in this. So if he won, then it would be lay down for Johnny uh, takeover. But then he got knocked off the apron and landed on his back like a turtle. And was like, well, I'm not eliminated now. I can just get back in the ring. So he kipped up and landed on his feet, yes. which, of course, eliminated himself. Like, yes. He, the, he is an absolute dope. Of all those, I mean, I hate yes. the land on your back spot, but this is probably the least I've hated one because of that. Yep. Fair. Uh, guys, remember we had Listen Your Boy today, and we're going to be here every damn night pretty soon, starting. Quite frankly, next Wednesday, we're here Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and then Wednesday. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, Please subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. I am breaking news there every day. And I mean every single day, there's at least one piece of exclusive news up there that you will get earlier than everybody else when you subscribe. And by the way, we've got seven weekly shows up there, too. So not not only every day are you getting uh, getting a piece of news, you are also getting a podcast. Uh, Ryan B. James said John Cena showed up on twi- Dynamite twice tonight. <laughs> what did yeah. I miss there? The, well, the Wipeout commercials. <laughs> the, 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 little, oh, yeah. the little lower third that comes across, it's, it's John Cena. There's John a lot Cena of John is Cena. all elite. <laughs> yes. Crimson94 says, would have left after AEW, but you guys are so gosh darn entertaining to watch more than Raw or SmackDown. Well, thank you so much. Thank Not you. high praise being more entertaining <laughs> I mean, than Raw. It's a, it's a low bar, but I'm glad but, we're clearing it. But I understand the compliment, and I greatly appreciate it. Robert, what do you got going on? I got a tomorrow at noon. You should be seeing a Gregory Iron interview, and it's going to be great. Uh, He talks Johnny Gargano. He talks Stone Cold Steve Austin. He tells a good Shawn Michaels story that I don't know if you'll hear anywhere else ever. So check that out tomorrow. And I'm here every day on Fightful getting news. And you can follow me on Twitter at Dude Felice. Alex Pawlowski, what do you got going on? I do uh, sour graps twice a week, um, doing uh, talking raw on Tuesdays, uh, which now I guess it, coming soon will be like later on Tuesdays than it even is currently. Yes. Um, and I then think may- uh, maybe because you don't usually get started before like eleven ten Eastern. It's, so yeah, well, it's usually, it's between hopefully between ten and ten thirty Eastern. Yeah. So it's not uh, too early for the West Coasters. Yeah. Um, but then also on Saturday, I talk about SmackDown. Uh, I, I I try to be fair, but they make it so hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow me on uh, on Twitter at Alex Sour Graps. Uh, guys, I don't plug this a lot, but we've got shop.fightful.com. We are going to work on getting a lot of great merch up there. Uh, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Fightful Online. Also, 
go over to our website. We, we've got actualfightful.com. We've got a lot of cool tabs, exclusives. You can see all of our exclusive news over there. Resources. We've got a very, very robust resources section. I'm updating that every single day. Injury reports, contract updates, free agents, uh, ROH roster, WWE, NXT, AEW. We've got the Lariat Pro Wrestling's top 75 indie wrestlers, uh, a 24-7 championship uh, updated article. Who is Dominic's father? Yeah, who is Dominic's father? We've got that up there. Impact rosters. We've got so much of that stuff up there. Please go and check that out. Until next time, guys, we're out. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.